Hey, this is Alain Hunkins of the Hunkins Leadership Group. And if you really, really want to learn how to level up your life, you should be listening to the Time to Shine Today podcast with my good friend, Scott Ferguson. Time to Shine Today podcast, Varsity Squad. This is Scott Ferguson, and I have... Alan Hunkins, and I butcher his name every time I say it, just because I want to say Elaine, but it's Alan Hunkins, and he, he's fantastic. I am super stoked to bring you this episode. The knowledge nuggets he drops is going to be a free masterclass for you. I promise you. Stay around for the entire interview because you're going to pick up so many little knowledge nuggets that are going to help you level up your life. Um, he authored the book, Cracking the Leadership Code, and he also has a, just listen to the podcast because he's going to raffle off four spots to my time to shine today listeners. So make sure you stick around for the entire podcast. Um, sit back, relax, break out your notebooks, because here comes my really good friend, Alan Hunkins from the Alan Hunkins Leadership Group. Time to shine today, Varsity Squad. It is Scott Ferguson, and I've got, I always use the word baller, but this guy is, is a true baller. His name is Alat Hunkins, and I told him I was going to butcher his name just because I look at it as American um, Elaine, but it's a really cool way he says it, and I'm going to have him introduce himself with the correct way to say it, but he is, he builds strong leaders. Um, he is his resume, which I'm going to kind of read out to you here in a second, is uh, just out of this world. It's fantastic. And again, he built strong leaders for over 20 plus years. He's worked with over 2,000 groups of leaders in 25 different countries, including 42 of the Fortune 100 companies. Alain is the author of Cracking the, Code Leadership, Cracking the Leadership Code, which I'm going to have a book giveaway, so make sure you stay to the end. And also, Mr. Hunkins has a killer uh, offer to the Time to Shine Today squad. His work has been featured in Fast Company, Forbes, Business Leader, Chief Executive, and Chief Learning Officer. So, Mr. Hunkins, thank you so much for coming on the show. Please come on, introduce yourself to Time to Shine Today squad. But first, what's your favorite color and why? My favorite color is purple. Um, oh. It is Purple is a co color that is just like it says, I'm here, and I'm yeah. ready to rock. It's just... It's, it's royal and regal and everything, too, man. It, it, it is. It, it fits it you, man. What, what emoji do you use the most when you're texting, man? Uh, I don't text a whole lot. I'd say the emoji I probably use is smiley face. Nice, nice. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, gotcha. It's a kind of classic, classic emoji. <laughs> so you got the hell of a resume, man. And, and the people you've helped help shape this world. You know, I, I, yeah. I talk to my squad every day that when I wake up in the morning, you know, I, I, I unplug my phone. I'm grateful to the people at FPNL, they Florida Power and Light, you know, and say, yeah. you know, I flush my toilet. I'm, I'm grateful for just the craziest things. And a lot of these companies, Pfizer and other companies, you've helped level up, you know, people that yeah. all of us are grateful for. Some people don't show it, but let's get to the origins where you started and how you got to the level of leveling up people that caliber. Yeah, so certainly, yeah. I mean, it's interesting you talk about, you know, helping those people. And I think the key for any of us, it's it's one day at a time and like in one piece of gratitude at a time. So yeah, when I started, I never knew I'd be at this place at all. 
uh, at all. And, you know, I didn't even know, you know, when people said, what do you want to be when you grow up? I wanted to be happy. And I, I didn't even know what that meant. <laughs> and at the heart of it, though, if I look backwards, and this is the beauty of hindsight, and I, I suggest anyone does this, is look in the rearview mirror and look at what have been the threads about your passions. And my passions have always been around people. And how can I help people to become better? Whether that was myself, whether that was other people, that's been a thread. So when I was an undergrad in college, I dabbled. I tried a little of this, a little of that. I mean, I studied theater and film, and I, mean, I was really interested in stories. And the fact is, we are shaped by the stories we tell. And after undergrad, I went on and I actually trained as a professional actor for a while. I have an MFA wow. from a theater conservatory. And then I came to New York and I got involved doing arts and education work, working with kids in at-risk neighborhoods, working... Um, doing leadership training and conflict resolution facilitation. And a friend of mine said, hey, you ever think about doing any corporate work? I was like, corporate? I'm not a corporate dude. <laughs> like I had this identity. Like I can't do that. And then he said, go check out this meeting. Long story short is I ended up getting a job working for a corporate training company. And so I started to meet. And guess what? They were people. They were just people who happened yeah. to work in organizations. And what I found was the key to all this is every single day that you show up, you want to do your best work. You know, it's really funny. You know, I used to have salespeople who would sell programs that I would deliver. They say, this is a really important client. So make sure you do your really good work today. And I'm thinking, <laughs> like, as opposed to my bad work yesterday. So I think <laughs> so for me, it's always been about just trying to do my best work possible. And, to be, and I think the key to that, it's so easy to be distracted today, right? By everything going on. It's like, wherever you are, be there and focus on that. So for me, a huge part of my work, and I think it's a huge part of leadership, is listening. It's like really listening, understanding people's needs and not just understanding them, then repeating them back to the place where your clients are going, got it. You've got it. You understand me. Because let's face it, all of us want to be understood. So that's how I got involved. And then one group becomes 10 groups, becomes 50 groups, becomes 2000 groups. And the way I wrote the book was I started taking notes in like 2009. And then by 2011, I started a blog post. And then the blogs built and built and blogs became chapters and the chapters became themes and those became the themes that are now the book. So wow. it's all one step at a time. And I can't, as far as I can tell, there are no shortcuts to this, this map. It's sure. the thing, the key to all this. And if you talk to any high performer, they'll say this, they'll say, fall in love with the process because that's what you can control. You can't control the outcome. You can't control the results, but you can control the process. And if you fall in love with it, it's exciting to get up and do it every day. And I love that you said they fall in love with the process. It's like, I'm a big sports nut. I don't know about you, but I, you know, I mean, I've, I didn't like the 49ers, but they had a coach Bill Walsh back in the day that said, you know, the score will take care of itself. Yeah. It's all in the process. And I love that you say it because that's when I coach and, you know, even the squad, they hear from me with that, you know, the fall in love with the process. So you might've answered this already, but what do you think makes a great leader? Hmm. Well, there's a few things that make a great leader. Um, the first thing is I think a great leader recognizes that doesn't matter what industry you're in, whether you're a CEO or a frontline supervisor, first and foremost, you're in the people business, right? So that's the key is to realize I am leading other people. And so I have to understand how people think and how they tick. That's number one. And also understand that people will give their best work in an environment where they feel connected to, where they feel communicated with, and where they feel collaborated with. So 
Those, by the way, are the three secrets of the subtitle of the book, Connection, Communication, and Collaboration. And, that just, and then again, I didn't just sit down and write that on a cocktail napkin. That's, <laughs> that's what I saw coming out of working with thousands of groups is that what makes a great leader is they know how to connect and they know how to communicate and they know how to collaborate. And that is especially important in this world today because that old, and you're old enough, Scott, as am I, sure. to, to know the old school command and control because I'm your boss, that's why. You know, and you will at best only get people's compliance, but you will never get their commitment when you're working at that level. Right. So the key Unless is, you have the trust. Are you saying can say the trust of them? Yeah. And you're being genuinely interested in their success to, and, and part of the team, right? Am I saying that right? Yeah, like, you're saying that really well. Yeah, the fact is, and you don't get trust unless people feel like there's a connection and there's right. a whole different bunch of things you can do to build trust. It's not something that, you know, people say, oh, you know, trust takes years to build. Well, yeah, if you just do it haphazardly, but right. if you're intentional, you can build trust pretty quickly with people. Love it. So what, what it then is, would be kind of a secret sauce is if, when you're kind of bringing, um, whether it's a, a, a single client in or being brought in to level up a whole company really to help them find their blind spot. Yeah. So a secret sauce is, well, first thing is listening, right? So we are notoriously bad at judging ourselves. So the first thing I want to do is let's say, oh, well, you know, our people think this, like, well, let me talk to your people. Like, so find out what people think. So in the research that I did, I found that only 23% of people think their leaders lead well, which is a really low number, wow. right? 23%. But the, here's the thing is if you went into any company and you had all the people say, do you think your leaders lead well? Honestly. And you ask them to say that in front of their bosses, there's no way you would get people to be honest. So the, right, fact, right. Is, the fact is, most leaders don't create an environment where people feel like they can speak up honestly without it being a career limiting move. Right. So, the, so the first thing is, how do you make sure that you are, you know, so part of the secret sauce is, are you willing to basically put your ego to the side? Because the number one thing that I see gets in the way of leaders development is they think, I've got the job. Why should I bother? You know, I've got the title. I've got the paycheck. Sure. I've got whatever. Why should I bother? I'm good enough. And if that's your mindset, as you know, as a coach, you can only coach people who are coachable. You, right. Otherwise, you can share the best ideas in the world, and they're going to go nowhere. Sure. So speaking of that, Alan, okay, so you're, you're brought into a company, and you have a ton of experience with this. And, and it just happened to me right kind of before COVID. I got brought into a 300-person organization. And I want to hear how you handled it. Okay, so you have generally it's the the big the, the CEO the person at the top says, okay, we're going to bring you in. Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah. There's the people that are underneath him. Mm -hmm. That I'm going to swear here, they're going to be like, oh shit, why are they bringing this guy in now? A lot of those people they 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 have their guard up, they mm -hmm. egotistical in a sense. How do you handle them to kind of put them at ease as you bring them into your program? Great. Uh, the underlings, if you will, but still higher than the, the rest of them. Yeah. So first of all, if, if it's possible, I try to coach the CEO, whoever the highest person up was, to basically coach them on introducing this idea that this is about oh. being of help. So instead of seeing me as being this, you know, I'm, I'm here to kind of take notes and make recommendations about who's going to get fired, because that's the fear, right? That's the fear. Right. Like, oh. right. Right. That's the fear. It's like whatever you can do to, to assuage that fear as best as possible. And then, you know, when I get to working, let's say, let's say, for example, I'm brought into work and do a leadership or a culture transformation training with a group of people that I know didn't choose to be there. 
right? In fact, I will oftentimes start a room, like I'm in a room like 25 people or 50 people. Mm -hmm. um, I'll say, all right, so by a show of hands, how many of you have ever been through some kind of mandated training before? Right? And they all raise their hands. Right? Sure. So I'm like, they're like, okay, so right now, I believe there are four types of people in this room. I think there are prisoners. I think there are critics. There are tourists and there are learners. So all prisoners, let's raise our hands. And of course, no one does except me. Say, you know who you are, though, because why are you here? Because this is mandated. That's why I'm here. And right. you know, this, they better get done. So the idea is I start to name what they're already thinking. So I call this, this is a little facilitation jujitsu, right? What I'm doing yeah. basically is I'm acknowledging what they're already thinking. Mm. Because if you try to pretend like people aren't thinking that and you steamroll through, their guard is going to go up and they're going to resist. Mm. So my role is to first get on their side, and that is through connection. And the way you connect with people is by seeing where they are and meeting them where they're at. So in this case, look, I know you're a prisoner. I know you don't want to be here. Okay. And you are. So how are we going to make the best of this next four hours or eight hours or two days? Right. Or, or how are we going to make the best of this? And where do you really want to go? Because you can see this as a something to sit through, or you can see this as this is an investment in my future. And you know what? I can take this wherever I go in my life. Now the choice is up to you. So the way I see it is you treat people like adults, you give them choices and you give them some resources and tools that look valuable. And if you do it in an environment where they feel safe and comfortable, they'll step forward and do something about it. Love that. I love it. So as you're going in and you, you're done with your four or your eight hours, is there any seeds that you plant for the follow-up practices to implement what you've kind of laid out for them? Because, you know, I've been to all the rah-rahs and yeah. the upsies, and you feel great that day. You're going sure. home. That, but then you have that the identity hasn't shifted to that's what needs to happen. What Absolutely. kind of follow-ups do you use with companies to keep them on track? Well, what's great, this is, this is the silver lining of the coronavirus pandemic because now with everything being remote and virtual, it is way easier to do, hey, can we do an hour follow-up together two weeks from now? And it's easy to schedule, whereas before is, you know, people weren't okay with that. Right. Yeah. The fact is going off to a one-day rah-rah like you described a train, it's like getting excited on New Year's Eve for, okay, here's my resolution for next year. I'm going to get, this is the year I'm going to lose 50 pounds or whatever. Like, and then two days, two weeks later, you're out of luck. Right. Motivation is a fickle fair weather friend. Right. And so what you need to do is build in habits and systems and specifically support. I mean, the fact is most people can't do this on their own. Right, so you right. need a team. Right. So whether that's a mastermind group or a coaching group. So I try to build in with my clients. I really say, look, if you really want this to, I can come in and I can do a raw, raw, inspirational, motivational thing for a day. And all the studies will say, you'll get a couple people who will take this and run with it. But most mm -hmm. people will go, that was fun. That was nice. And go back to where they were. Sure. That's, the, that's just the science. Right. And so what we can do is let's build in some retention. Let's build in some opportunities for people to focus on some micro learnings. Let's look at some positive psychology. Let's look at some, some principles of habit formation and start to put these things in place so that they have a structure to build because it happens one action, one habit, one day at a time. Wow. I love that. I love it. So when you're starting to work with a client for, mm -hmm. through leadership, is there any good question that you wish they would ask you but never do? Hmm. Um, the question they, they ask me or that I wish they would ask me. Um, I think, you know, I try to bring this out, but oftentimes it's like, what, what, is, what is the process we're going to go through? You know, I think that's an important thing is to realize what's the process and what is the ask of me and my people? Like, what is... 
the investment. I, I try to get there, but I wish more people asked that. And That's an amazing asked, answer, brother. You know? Yeah. Wow. You know, you know, what is that being asked of me? Because, you know, we live, I, and I, I'm going to step on my soapbox here. So soapbox alert here, Scott. You got I know, it, brother. We, we live in this society. You know, we're so keen on our quick fixes and just like, give me the pill, give me this, you know, you know, tell me how I can lose 10 pounds in two days, you know, whatever it is, as opposed to, you know, this is hard work. You know, I work with a group of rocket scientists at NASA. You know how mm-hmm. we joke about everything we say, oh, it's not rocket science. Well, the rocket scientist at NASA said, behavior change is way harder than rocket science. <laughs> so like actually, cha- I mean, anyone who's trying to change a habit knows this. So we need some support. I mean, and ultimately what it comes down to is if you want to be a different person, if you want to be a better leader, you need to do what better leaders do. And not just once, but consistently and repeatedly over time. Sure. That's what creates the habits. I love it. I love it. I love, love, love it. Hey, so let's get in our DeLorean with Marty McFly. (laughs) Are we going forward or are we going back to the future? future Yeah, we're going back to the 23-year-old, Mr. Hunt. Okay. Oh, my goodness. What kind of knowledge nuggets are you dropping on him with the wisdom and what you've had now to maybe help him shorten his learning curve, blast through, and level up just a little bit faster? Oh, my gosh. So, number one, so 23-year-old Mr. Hunkins um, used to think that uh, he was really smart and thought that somehow his good work would speak for itself. And that may be true in school, but once you're out of that linear sequential school world, it's so much of life and we'll call it success is about your network and your community and building those contacts and developing and maintaining those yes. relationships. Yes. And I look back at my twenties and even into my thirties, I think, what was I doing in terms of those relationships? I would, you know, I would transact. I think I know not, not, not that I was like cold and callous. It's just, I didn't think, Oh, this is something I need to nurture. Cause if you sure. don't nurture relationships, they wither. So I would say, number one, make sure that you continue to nurture those relationships because they're important. Yes. I love that. I love that, brother. So how do you want your dash remembered? That little line in between your incarnation date and your expiration date. How do you want your dash remembered? Maybe a legacy statement or, uh, you know, epitaph. How do you want that remembered? Oh, I'd say, and I'll speak of myself in the second, third person, you know, is like, you know, he made the world a more vibrant, alive place by kindling the fire of brilliance in people. I love it, man. This is that, that's true, and that's what you do. That's Fantastic. what I do. Fantastic. So, what is the big, the big thing that you want to accomplish in your life, brother? Hmm. Well, the 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 big thing I want to accomplish is I. You know, I'm so excited about these next up and coming generations of adults that are coming into they're coming to the workforce into the, into society. I'm really excited about. You know, I'm a Gen Xer, so I look Me at too. Gen Y. <laughs> you know, I look at I look at Gen Y. I look at Gen Z, and so the big thing I want to accomplish is I hope that in you know 40, 50 years, when I'm a very old man, um, is that we have a whole new way of looking at leadership to the point where they'll look back at these times and they'll kind of look at us kind of the way that we look at medicine when they used to use leeches and bloodletting and like, what the hell were they thinking? You know, Dude, you know that is awesome. <laughs> you know, I really hope that they look at like, what were they thinking? Like the way I, I just think there's so much more potential for how we treat people and yes. how, you know, and it's so amazing. And you look at the way the world is 
going and the, the needs and it's, mm-hmm. you know, on the one hand, it's scary. On the other hand, it's really exciting. It's mm-hmm. really exciting to think about this. So I'm really hoping. So for me, the big thing is to leave a legacy where these next generations of leaders kind of get it. And we are empowering people to live their best lives and not just one or two, but like millions and billions of people to Love live it. great, great lives. Beautiful. So let's take out our cell phone, our tablet, microphone, boom, mic, everything electronic. What's three things you can't live without? Taking away all of my electronics. Mm. Hmm. Wow. Three things I can't live without. I would say. You we'll don't call say them. air, gravity, and water. So. Yeah. Yeah. I won't. Yeah. Food. No, I guess we can't count that stuff too. Um, one thing would be, we'll call it my running shoes and okay. I'll use them for everything. I just, I'd have to keep moving. Um, that's for one thing to do. Um, oh, another thing I would, okay, we're taking away all the electronic versions of it. Um, a, a journal and a pencil. There you go. <laughs> all right. wanna, you know, want to definitely keep writing. Um, and um, I'm going to get esoteric on you with number three is um, nature. I just find okay. like uh, if I can have access to nature, I'm just going to be a lot more grounded, you know, and we haven't even touched other people. So there's that too. I always throw chicken wings in there, man. I'm <laughs> not, I can't eat them that much, but I love them. Can't live without them. So what's your definition of a life well lived? Mm. I think a life well lived is people who have a clear purpose. That is a mission of service. And they are acting on that mission on a consistent basis. Wow. That's incredible. I'm sorry, dude. I had to write that all down. There you go. (laughs) Awesome. Awesome. So we like, as we wind things down here a little bit, coach, we like to have a leveling up lightning round. You and I can talk 15, 20 minutes on each one of those, but five seconds, no explanations. You ready? Quick and dirty. Let's do it, it, baby. Let's level up. What is the best leveling up advice you've ever received? Get feedback from other people. Hell yes. Hell yes. Share one of your personal habits that contributes to your success. Doing the most important thing first. Love it. So not your book, which we'll get to in a little bit, not the flavor of the month. What's the one book? If I'm in my doldrums and I'm just not feeling it, you're like, Fergie, read this. Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. Yes, coffee, baby, coffee, baby. There you go. If you could be physically and still continue to level up your knowledge and with the knowledge you have now, physically, what age would you stay for the rest of your life? Hmm, Physically. I would, I would pick, uh, you know what? I'll I'll pick 51 because that's what I'm at right now. Really? I'll take 32 all day. I'm coming up on 49. So, you know, I'll take 32. I'll take just because of the battles and combat sports that I went through my whole life. I would take 32 any day. Awesome. So what is your favorite charity and organization you'd like to give your time and or money to? Mm, um, One, uh, there's there's a couple of them. Um, so one of my favorite organizations is a group called the Mankind Project. Mankind um, Project? Okay. Yep. MKP.org. And they're about helping men. Um, they start by with helping men to have, we talked about earlier, missions of service to help themselves, their families, and communities. Because, you know, we all know that there's a lot of 
evil that's been done in the world that perpetrated by men. And I think if we change the male psychology around what it means to be a, man, a healthier and better man in the world, it makes a difference. So Love that's it. an organization I volunteered with for many years. Beautiful. And last question. It's kind of tough. You can elaborate on this one a little bit, but what's the best decade of music? 60s, 70s, 80s, or 90s? I'm going to go with 80s. There you go. There you go. Because We're both kind of a product of the 80s. So. Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. It's, and, and you know you've gotten old when you hear all that music in the supermarket these days and you're rocking out in like frozen food island. <laughs> you know what's funny is that I have a uh, radio show in South Florida called South Florida Real Estate Business and Lifestyle. And it's a true oldie station. Okay, so it's if you find the true oldies where you're at in mass, it's the same music that plays yeah. here, right? Yeah, and it's there's 80s music, I brother. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's like now. wow, but 80s is my jam too. Big hair, don't care. But you also had the <laughs> British invasion with the Pesh Mode and the Cure, and yeah, you two from Ireland. I mean, yeah, it's that's great, yeah. great decade. How can we find you, brother? All right, probably easiest place to find me is you can go right to the book website, which is going to link to my website. It's www.crackingtheleadershipcode.com. While you're there, you can learn all about the book. You can download the first chapter of the book to get a preview. That will connect you to the alainhunkins.com website, which is A-L-A-I-N-H-U-N-K-I-N-S.com. You can learn all about the work that I do with individuals, teams, and organizations around speaking, coaching, training, consulting, all helping people to become a better leader. And the other offer that I will make is, I mentioned this to Scott before we went on air, is starting October 5th, I am launching a 30-day online leadership challenge. There's information on the website all about it. It's using what we're talking about, the principles of habit formation and positive psychology and gamification. In just about five to 10 minutes a day, you'll be part of a community, a cohort with lots of other people working to become better leaders. There's information on the website and I've offered to raffle off four spots to any of the time to shine today audience. So basically, if you're, in, if you're interested, and there, it's a $200 investment usually, so I'm gonna offer, I'm gonna raffle away four spots. What you'll need to do is email me at Alain, A-L-A-I-N, at alainhunkins.com, which again is A-L-A-I-N-H-U-N-K-I-N-S.com. Email me and write down in the subject line, time to shine today raffle, and all I need is your name, email address and then we'll enter you in and if we have lots of people we'll pick the four but we have four spots available for you, for people for the third leadership that's, challenge that's generous brother i really 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 appreciate that and also squad i'm going to give away a book uh cracking the leadership code um allows book um and just go to the either comment on his the post that we put up on linkedin or twitter or facebook at, you know time to shine today a Facebook group. And the first one, I will make sure it's personally signed by the author, Mr. Hunkins himself. So leave us with one last knowledge nugget, if you will, my friend, that we can take with us, internalize and take action on. Cool. Well, this nugget will come from, this comes from, again, working with thousands of thousands of leaders over the years, which is basically, if you want to be a better leader, focus on other people. Don't focus on yourself. Wow. Plus, it'll make you a happier person. Love it. So squad we just have a free master class by my good friend here mr hunkins i don't want to say his first name because i'm just gonna butcher it please mr hunkins say me he's like two years older than me but still you know he he does things one piece of gratitude at the time he looks in the rearview mirror he finds threads of your passions and sometimes you can use those threads i always say here the windshield's big and the rearview mirror's 
rearview mirror is small. So don't dwell too much in it, but he's telling kind of reach into that mirror and kind of pull your passions forward to help you level up where you're at today. Remember where you are, be there. Okay. Everybody wants to be understood. So take the freaking time to listen to people when they're trying to explain something, you know, he's going to tell you to fall in love with the process. The good leaders recognize you are in the people business. You know, if you're starting to work with a coach, which hopefully it is Mr. Honkins, but ask the coach, what is the process and what are you asking of me? So that way there's that cohesiveness and that process can start. And like we say here that the score will take care of itself. The process is where all the magic happens. You know, he would tell him younger self to develop and maintain relationships. You know, he wants to leave this world a more vibrant and alive place. And then he said, he said something that really stuck out to me squad is that he's like, he wants to look back and wants to see the principles that we have right now are like the old school medicine. And it's like so outdated. He wants us to see that it's just can, the, the mindset and the gratitude and the coaching just to level up, level up, level up to where it makes us almost extinct. And I'm right there with him on that. You know, he wants you to focus on others and not so much yourself. And that's exactly what he does. Does Mr. Hunkins, you're freaking humble. You're happy. You're healthy. You're wealthy. You've learned your letter jacket here, the varsity squad here at time to shine today. Thank you so much for coming on brother. It's seriously a treat. Scott, it's really been an awesomely wonderful pleasure being with you. Thank you so much. Awesome. We'll talk soon. We'll have you back too. I love that. I love that. Thanks. Hey, thanks so much for listening to this episode of Time to Shine Today podcast, probably brought to you by Sutter and Nugent Real Estate, real estate excellence, who can be reached at 561-249-7266 and online at www.sutterandnugent.com. If you're a business owner or professional who would like to be interviewed on Time to Shine Today, please visit timetoshinetoday.com slash guest. If you like this episode, please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or wherever you get your podcasts. There's a link in the show notes to our website. Also there, you will see our recommended resources. We hope that you will support our show by supporting them. If you like what you've been listening to, it'd be great if you could just give us a five-star rating and tell your friends how to subscribe while you're at it. I'm your host, Scott Ferguson, and until next time, let's level up. It's our time to shine.